All right, guys, welcome to the Naked Hog Podcast. This hey is episode seven. Are you Last sure? week we said five, but I went back and looked. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And it was actually episode six last week. That's right. So this is actually this is episode seven. Yay, we made it to number seven, guys. <laughs> and we're back out here at the greenhouse. You'll notice that we're actually not in the greenhouse like we were last time. We're out in front. And that's because, well, we're kind of ramping up into fall, huh? Yeah, we are. You got a kitty down here at our yeah, feet? Cat, yeah, cat, weeds, Holly. And everything. Yep. Holly. Um, so we're ramping up into more fall seed planting. Mm -hmm. And... So we ran out of space I in the greenhouse to, for us. I want to get more seed trays started. I keep like trying to find time to do that. I want to come out and start more. I feel like we're, I don't know, I always feel like we're falling behind. I feel like it's, you know, we're going to be too late. We're not going to get them in the ground fast enough. We're not going to get them started in the trays fast enough. And I'm, I don't know, I feel the push like I need to come out here and plant more. Yep. Like I need to start more Me in too. the trays. Yep, and we do have a lot more stuff to plant. Um, we have to plant some more broccoli seeds right, because right. we're doing the succession planting on that. Mm -hmm. And we've got to plant some more uh, collards. And Because you can never have enough collards, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> never. Never you have enough. You think you got enough and then you yep, don't. <laughs> yep. um, and we got some more stuff in there to plant, but I don't remember what it is, to be honest. We got the packs in there. I just got to go look at it. Yeah, it was all the um, the other stuff, like the, the stuff that you know we don't want like overabundance of we don't want multiple beds of but we do want some you know we want some radishes some kohlrabi some you know yep we little, do have radishes to plant a little yep. bit of this and that but um yeah mm -hmm. our main like big big crops i think mm -hmm. are gonna be like onions broccoli uh the greens all the leafy greens the lettuce mm -hmm. uh, um i'm hoping for a lot of cabbages i hope they really do well yep yep me too mm -hmm. me too i really want to I'm excited by the thought of having cabbage be successful and being able to ferment our own right. sauerkraut. So we, we've taken cabbages and we've done sauerkraut and he does amazing sauerkraut. We have never grown... Well, thank you, baby. <laughs> you're welcome. We've never grown our own cabbages and made the sauerkraut from our own cabbages. Yeah, and... Sadness. I I, you know, I probably eat the most sauerkraut in the house. But yeah. I will only eat it if we made it. I don't like the store-bought stuff. Yeah, I think it's, it's nasty. It's just not the same. It's not. It's, it's not just the same it's when you make your nasty, own. nasty. Yeah. Um, the kids really don't care for it. You'll eat it. I'll eat it because, um, like, if I need, if I have that craving, I gotta have sauerkraut. You know, I gotta have mm -hmm. it. But I much prefer your homemade stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and I kind of had a thought. I, don't, I didn't run this by you yet. I have not talked to you about this yet, but I was thinking I love when some of those <laughs> some of those ghost peppers in there in the fridge. We could mm. cut some of those up and put them in the sauerkraut in the cabbage when we're fermenting it. What do you mm. think? Make a spicy kraut. Watch hey, milk. Got, <laughs> hey, yeah, milk, milk has been so needy. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's a very whiny, spoiled baby and very needy. Yeah, so um. all day. Now he's rubbing against the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Milk, Come no, here. No, Come no, here, milk. Shoo, no. shoo. Yeah. Um, wait, so ghost peppers. Uh, yeah, in the sauerkraut. What do you think? Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> I'll, I'll give it a try. Yeah? It's, it's worth a try. Yeah, I think I think it would be good. I think it would be really good. Make some spicy kraut. Let us, let us know what you guys think. Uh, about spicy kraut, but I think it would be oh, really good. And making our own coleslaw. You know, he makes a pretty good coleslaw. 
I do I do make a pretty good mm. coleslaw if I do say so myself. Yeah, I yeah. do I do make a pretty good coleslaw. Mm-hmm. Um, Looking forward to it. Maybe we could say ghost pepper coleslaw. <laughs> no, I'm not no, putting, not no. putting peppers in the coleslaw. <laughs> that's too far, too far. No, no. Yeah, but that's going to be delicious. The broccoli, when it comes along, it's going to be delicious. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's a nice hat you have on there, yeah, honey. Yeah, you like that? I like that hat. Yep. <laughs> Coghill has these over on their website. It's mm-hmm. a ponytail hat is yeah. why it's so cool. I got a teal it, one. It, and, here, uh, I'm going to ruin yeah, your sorry. ponytail. So <laughs> it actually, it, it has a slot for yeah. a ponytail in it, yeah. which I thought was, that's clever right there. That's awesome. That is clever. And I have a teal one, but I have to say the purple one is snazzy. Yeah, yeah it's nice. And you just pull it right through and it goes on. I mean, yeah. someone was thinking when they came up with that. Just, that was just a had to have right there. I'm looking good while I'm gardening. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, speaking of you gardening, what did you get done this week that was really big? Mm, strawberries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, first, uh, first endeavor into strawberries. I said this on our regular, on our main channel, on our regular video that I'm just sorry. got posted. Uh, ho- hold on for a second. That cat is digging <laughs> yeah. a giant hole it is. in the roses. It is, yeah. Holly, our other cat, is over there. I don't know what she is looking for, but she's she's, she's got like a good yeah. six to eight inch hole going on there. She's still digging. I don't know what she's, she's looking not going, for. She's not going to the bathroom. She's actually digging. Like she's oh, she's looking, hunting something. She's like hunting she's chasing something. it. Yeah, she's digging she's deep. Digging is she that? I mean, we feed our cats. I know, right? I think she just enjoys it. She just loves know. to hunt. I yeah. guess. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt okay. you, baby. No, I just was, got distracted. She was after a butterfly or something the other day. It was funny. She was leaping through the air. It was cool. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I've never actually successfully done strawberries before. My family members have in the past. And, you know, people before me have. And kind of taught me a little bit when I was little. But, um I've never had my own strawberry patch, never, you know, I have the romantic idea going on in my head about having a strawberry patch, and like they all come to fruition in the spring, they all start throwing off strawberries and stuff, and then the kids get to come pick with me, so I wanted to try to have a strawberry patch. Well, Mm -hmm. I don't think that it would do too well at one of our garden beds, I don't think that's the best place to put it, and then even if it did uh, have success I think the bunnies or the deer might just wipe it out so I didn't want to risk that and put it out there so we decided raised beds you know because my experimental raised bed on the side of the uh <laughs> you're so distracted by I, I'm fascinated by what it uh, looks like they're she's digging up grub worms oh yeah eat those grub worms honey big old fat so, ones I'm sorry baby <laughs> I'm so sorry I get distracted real easy that probably is what but it is they're, they're eating grub. grubs they're digging up grubs and eating them that's what okay what the heck I'm, I'm sorry I'm good anyway deer, eat, deer eating your strawberries <laughs> so yeah we had great success in this raised bed on the side of our farm stand there where I had put my first uh, just knocked together mm-hmm. with little screws and spare pieces of wood I just kind of threw it together threw some of the barn stuff and goat manure and dirt into yep. it mixed it all up and did an experiment well everything has thrived yeah in there. it had a giant pepper everything plant. did well and it, yeah. i threw it old seeds in there and they just like mm-hmm. pop 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 and they were yep. just growing like crazy so uh taking a play off of that we just put some of that good barn goodness mm-hmm. into this other raised yep. bed that we got over here and we filled it full of these strawberries so hopefully they're gonna winter over well and i'm gonna have me a raised bed of Spring strawberries. strawberries yeah mm-hmm. and you actually have 25 more to plant in the second race. I do. I got 25 more plants. Yeah. Yeah, They they do add up fast. Like they take up space pretty mm -hmm. fast, quicker than you think. And strawberries here, 
in the south is a little bit different than maybe elsewhere because you don't want to leave a strawberry like her romantic idea of a strawberry patch was right. kind of like plant them and then let them sit there and they grow every year there but in the south disease is so <laughs> know, prevalent because I of our know. weather that you can't just have them live there you're gonna replant every year so like the strawberry farms here they replant their strawberries every fall they plant their strawberry right, plants right. they overwinter them and then come spring they harvest now, their strawberries maybe the romantic idea is more of a northern idea maybe it's more of a like a yankee thing that i'm never gonna have living in the a south yankee but thing, huh? maybe it's more of a yankee thing maybe but it's okay though it's okay if the raised bed thing works then i'll do strawberries and raised beds yep. for the rest of my life yep and we'll yank them out in the spring after we pick the strawberries that's right yep and replant them in the fall but hopefully hopefully those do really really well i think they will mm -hmm. hopefully they do as well as those peppers did yeah so i think it I will high be hopes. good high i don't even remember hopes. <laughs> i don't even remember what variety uh, of strawberries those were do you remember? i don't remember either it was the ones hostels was selling yeah i don't remember what Got they from were though that that kind that they had recently but i don't remember what variety it was i don't remember i don't remember so i kind of thought we could talk because it's getting cold not everybody lives down here in the south where we do about different ways that we can you can grow stuff even in places where it might be cold like where we used to live up in indiana mm, yeah what do you think about that okay so there's a few different methods that you can do to grow stuff even in the winter months guys this is not impossible you can have veggies and plants and flowers whatever you want mm -hmm. I mean, maybe not whatever you want, but you can have stuff growing right. and fresh in the winter, yeah. even in places where it you now, can't necessarily plant outside. Obviously, it's going to be more challenging. I mean, you, you know, when you have snow, you know, feet of snow outside, <laughs> uh, when you live up north, north, it's going to be really challenging to have stuff growing in the winter to try to have a year-round, you know, keep it going mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's going to be a lot more work. It's going to be, you know, a little, you're going to have to put more effort into it than we do because... Well, you know, we, we maybe not. Maybe not. What about something like putting a green stalk planter in a sunny spot in your house? Well, I was thinking about that today. Depends on how sunny that spot is in your house, I guess. I mean, you could put it, like, you don't have to stack it all the way tall. You no, can stack yeah, it however yeah. many. That's put it true. by a sunny window and just, like, rotate, I don't know, rotate it throughout the day or... People who have a, a deck uh, that has some windows on it, mm -hmm. kind of like... Has anybody tried that? I mean, obviously there's other obstacles inside. There's pets, there's kids, you know, but um, mm -hmm. has anybody tried to grow anything, you know, in the north uh, during the winter by bringing stuff inside, growing potted plants inside, green stalks inside, the little um, uh, herb thing, I know, the little countertop mm -hmm. herb thing, what do you call it? Oh, like a uh, yeah, microgreen with, with the little uh, LED light mm -hmm. or whatever above yep. it. You know, you can grow small things, but yeah, big things in a green stalk inside. I know I'm looking up, guys, but there's like 50 vultures <laughs> just flying overhead right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't have, know uh, what died, but something, yeah. and it wasn't our animals. They're after something They're just, over there. Uh, yeah. yeah, wow, that was a lot of them too. Anyway. Um, but yeah, big things. I was thinking. Um, something tall if you have a yeah something in a green stalker and just one big pot and you're trying to keep mm -hmm. one major like pepper plant alive during the winter yeah yep or like mike i think i think a real big thing that not enough people do is microgreens yeah. and i think we're going to try that inside this year i think year those too. are just the easiest they're yeah. just the simplest they're mm -hmm. they're the least labor intensive thing to do 
inside. Yep. So Haas actually sells a kit, microgreens kit. It comes mm -hmm. with a light and the tray, mm -hmm. and you just plant it. It's got the light. You water it every now and then, keep it moist, and they just they just grow. Mm -hmm. I mean, and you just clip them off. It's like there's, there's no skill involved. It's like a week to ten days, and you have yeah. delicious stuff. I wish I should have grown some so we mm -hmm. could bring them out here and show people. But I know, right? Um, we do I that. thought so. So we were, we were a green stalk, microgreens. Yeah. Mean, what you been doing? <laughs> So green stalk and microgreens, mm -hmm. and then you could also do something. I don't know. You'd have to work it because because water leaks through it. But like a grow bag or something. Mm -hmm. um, you could put inside maybe. Well, and some people have like that. Um, what do you call it? A sun sunroof or sunroom. Sunroom. You know, mm -hmm. and they have like the open ceiling. You know, it's just glass and it lets all the sunlight come through the top and. You set plants out in one big room like that all over the floor. I bet they keep growing. Yeah. So, you know, I really would like to hear from some of you up north what ways you guys grow stuff in the cold months because I think it's a real interesting thing to, yeah. to be able to grow year-round no matter where you are. Um, you know, here it's easier for us. Right. Um, but maybe some someday we might not live so far <laughs> south. Maybe we'll actually live somewhere with a winter. We Who knows? See, huh? But, um, but... And, uh, that's the time of the year when everybody's like, you know, gets down. For us, it's the summer. We get we get that kind of down feeling of, oh, I just miss growing things. I want to grow mm -hmm. something, you know. Um, everybody gets that winter fever going where they're like, I, I'm just tired of the cold and I'm ready to get the yep. garden going. So you miss the greenery. You miss something growing mm -hmm. in your house. So I bet somebody's tried it because you yep. get you get tired of that. You get over the winter season not being able to have anything. So you're going to come up with something because yeah. necessity is the mother of invention. You know. The, another thing you could do pretty easily, I think, would be radishes inside. You could. Get some of the so smaller small. radishes. Yeah. Yep. You could. You could grow those in a tray, mm -hmm. spread the seeds on there, you know, and, and they would, would just grow. Wouldn't kids love it? I mean, kids are, you know, the appropriate age, so, you know, got to be older than a toddler probably. But mm -hmm. wouldn't some kids love to mess with that inside, you know, and watch it grow and tend to it every day and just be pulling radishes, you know, indoors <laughs> and harvesting vegetables inside during mm -hmm. the winter, you know? Yep. That'd be something good for them it to do. Be. It would be. Have some Christmas greenery growing, some Christmas leaves. Mm-hmm, <laughs> yep. And you guys hear the kids off in the distance because they just came out on their bikes. This is one of the things about recording a podcast outdoors is you're exposed to all of the <laughs> outdoor elements. We're just uh, watching the, the animals, the bugs, in. the cats, the yeah. everything. We're watching all the animals, watching the kids ride by. Yeah, it's, just, it's yeah. cool. I like it. All right, so that was our that was our, our that was our uh, topic, you know, to to help talk about talk to the people that are up north a little bit more. But back That's to good. us and down here, it bugs too. We're out here with bugs too. <laughs> Lots of mosquitoes. So back if to the, you guys live yeah. down here in our zone <laughs> and you're not growing stuff, shame on you no, right no. now. This oh is this gosh. is the time to shine right now. We're we're jamming. We are rocking along. Like I said, I need to have more uh, put into these trays. I need to be planting more so that more seedlings will be up and coming. Yeah, look at these things. These onions are jamming. These red maiden onions, they are looking good. These flash collards, they have to go in. This is a, this is more broccoli on this side of the tray. Flash collards here. This stuff, like, it's got to go in. There's roots hanging off the bottom. It's ready. Man, if oh, you no. guys aren't planting in the winter right now, uh, 
Shame or the fall. Shame on you. <laughs> Get some stuff planted. We're technically still in the fall. Yeah, we're in lot, the fall. Lots yep. of people are but like planning for the winter. Yeah, lots of people are neck deep in the winter, and it's cold where they're at. But this is fall for us. I mean, we're out here in yeah. t-shirts. This is the fall. Yeah. So, um, some of the ways that if you could you could grow a lot of this stuff if you have limited space. Yeah, we have a big garden, but those of you that don't have such a big garden or you live in urban areas, again, the green stalk is a really good solution. Um, if you go over, uh, take a look at uh, over at Cog Hills Channel. I don't know if you guys are, uh, I, well, I do know a lot of you guys are fans yeah, of Cog Hill, a lot of your Cog Squad. <laughs> um, those of you who have never heard of Cog Hill Farms, go take, check them out, take a look at them because they have green stalk planters that they use. We don't currently have any, but we're going to get some. But the ones that well, they got, have we work from, really well. We did get one. My we mom bought has one for it. his yes. mom, and she actually yep. uses it. Yep. And this is a woman who doesn't grow anything. Like she does not dabble in vegetables. She'll grow like you know a pretty flower or a perennial, uh, you know, bush here and yeah. there. Well, but, they have a lemon tree that, that and they and one, they've one got a good. Tree, yeah. What is it? A tangerine tree or something? I don't like know. That, they, a, they live in Florida, you know, yeah. so they're they're you know they're good to grow citrus and stuff, but. She has never tried like a garden. She's never done full-fledged garden. She doesn't do vegetables. And um, she was asking me, what do I do with this when we gave it to her? So she did this and she's actually growing vegetables yeah. and it's working. Yep. So I mean, yep. it works really well. So um, I think the green stalk is a really, really good solution for a lot of folks, whether you live up north yeah. or whether you live down here and you just don't um, have the space to put it out in your garden. And for those of you who don't know what it is, to try and describe it, especially to you guys uh, that are listening, um, it basically, it's just a stackable planter is what it is. And it's got like five or six little spots on each mm -hmm. le level that you can plant in. Right. So it's like five or six high, I think, mm -hmm. is, is the tallest ones it's you little, can get. little slots around the circle. So the water like filters down through the middle to water yep. everything. But yeah. it's little slots that you stick the plants in on the sides. Yeah, yeah so you, you put your water and your fertilizer in on mm -hmm. the top and it trickles down through all of the rest of it. Mm -hmm. um, and it, I don't know, it, it does really, really well. I, yeah. And Haas Tools actually sells now these little tap yeah. these little capsules of this fertilizer these fertilizer tablets mm -hmm. and you just basically drop a tablet in water and it's kind of like an alka seltzer thing it just fizzes up and it mm -hmm. and it dissolves into the water and then you could use those on your green stalk you could just right. put it in your water and then pour the water in to the green stalk or just put one of the tablets in the top and pour the water in on top say, of it if you're using throw, the hose. I mean, throw, it's a tablet. I mean, just yeah, throw the it, tablet in. Just yeah, and, and let it completely it go. dissolves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, so it won't plug anything up. I thought that's clever. That I, we're gonna, really we are gonna cool. try that. Mm -hmm. We're gonna 100% try that. Because for people who don't want to mess with the whole granulated thing or powder fertilizer or mixing or you know how much do I add this and that, you just throw the tablet yep. in. I mean, you can't get easier than that. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to back up for a minute. Uh, kind of change subjects again sorry guys I know I'm jumping but I just remembered we had a uh, we had a fan ask us um, about us and oh, I yeah. almost forgot he asked yeah. us where um, how we end up in the south if we're actually from the south where we <coughs> raised in the south uh, and and kind of just how we met kind of our story hmm. so maybe we can talk about that for a second yeah, you, yeah? Uh, so where do you want to begin? <laughs> <laughs> well, Our first story. of all, we mm. are both from the South. We are. Uh, Angie was born and raised in the South, lived in Louisiana her whole life. Mm -hmm. I was not, uh, I did not live in the same place my whole life. My dad was in the military. Uh, happy Veterans Day, Dad. <laughs> my dad was in the military and 
he so we moved around but it was mostly in the south i was born in alabama mm-hmm. um i do uh i do side more to the go tigers side <laughs> or sorry the go tigers go tigers uh but uh you know if I got a secondary <laughs> team, you know, I got a little bit of Roll Tide in me. Mm-hmm. Um, but Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah, Montgomery, Alabama. So then we moved around, but but it was mostly in the south, Alabama, Florida, Georgia, you know, southern places. We we didn't always live in the south, but but I do 100% consider myself southern. Yeah. 100%. He is. Um, and then we met. You know, in an interesting fashion. Mm. I was actually, man, the mosquitoes are thick yeah, out here. They are no joke. Coming alive um, out here tonight. So we met uh, <laughs> kind of in a way that we we tell our kids not to meet. So, right. you know, I was working for FEMA at the time. This is many moons ago. Um, shortly after Katrina, I got sent over to Baton Rouge uh, to work. And so while I was working there... Uh, it was probably, I don't know, I'd been working in Baton Rouge probably for a couple years, I think two yeah. years, two, mm-hmm. two-ish years. We met, what, 2008, right? right? So I had been working in Baton Rouge for like two and a half years, almost three. Mm-hmm. So we, I, well, <laughs> I decided one night that I was going to go out to this dance club that used to be there. It's no longer there anymore, but... Um, I, I decided have, I was going to go out and I happened to be out clubbing that night. Yeah, too. and she happened to be out dancing as well. And <laughs> so, um, you know, I saw this beautiful woman walk in and she was dancing and full of life and, <laughs> and just having a good time and smiling. And uh, and so, you know, we went from there. I danced with you that night. And Can I buy you a drink? Yeah, can I buy you a drink? Married before yep. kids. Yeah, <laughs> turned into married before kids. Yeah. So that's yep. not usually yep. how the story goes. You know, anybody that's watching this, you know that that's not usually how the fairy tale yep. ends there. Here, hold on. What's um, up, bud? How's it going? Hey, can we open the co- the face of the costume? Because I want to see it. The oh, your costume for Rinfest? Yeah. Yeah, sure. You guys can open this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Be careful with it. So we're going to Renfest tomorrow. Yeah, Renaissance Renaissance Festival. Festival. Yeah, they do that every year here. Uh, I'm looking more forward to that than I was looking forward to that yard sale. I know it. Um, But anyway, so that's kind of how we met, guys. We met in a way that, you know, I don't recommend my kids go clubbing to meet their spouse. It wasn't traditional. It wasn't the classical way to meet No, we're the exception. What are you doing um, over there, baby? I'm tucking them back in. The little onions that came out of the tray. They'll be good. Trying to to baby them a little bit and tuck them back in. But yeah, so the, um, from there, we um, shortly after we were married, um, here we joined uh, the military. Well, I he joined, joined the Navy. The, yep. He joined the military. He joined the Navy. I was just the spouse, and um, <laughs> so they. You weren't us- just the spouse, baby. That takes a lot <laughs> of uh, dedication lot. and commitment. So then, after joining the Navy, they shipped him over for a school um, in Florida, and then yep. uh, I was working as a CNA then yep. in Florida. And while then, you were pregnant. While I was pregnant. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> that was so fun. And then uh, they decided that he was going to be stationed in California after that. So we had to load up. Uh, mm-hmm. At the time, I had a three-week-old baby. I just had Avery. So Lily was already mm-hmm. born. And then we had Avery. So I had to load up these uh, three babies because Sarah is from my first marriage. So I had, you know, preschooler Sarah, little toddler Lily, and newborn Avery. Mm-hmm. Had to load up all these babies yep. and uh, shortly out of childbirth and go all the way across the U.S. And to California. To California. It was fun. 
and he had everything that we owned in a U-Haul yeah, behind yep. the little minivan that I was driving with mm -hmm. all the babies in the minivan, and we trucked yep, it yep. all the way to California. And we stayed in mm -hmm. California for how long? For four, four, and, a half four and a half years. Yeah, four and a half years. Yep. But and anyway, so then we got out of the military. Yep. Moved up to Indiana and then meandered back down to Louisiana. And here we are. Indiana was one of my favorites. I didn't like California, but I liked Indiana. Indiana so was nice. Yep. That gave me a taste of those winters we were talking about. Mm -hmm. That snow on the ground and the real yep. all four seasons for real. And mm -hmm. you got to figure out how to... Uh, continue to do the thing that we had started to do called homesteading in Indiana. Mm -hmm. That's where we all first started to do this. So yep. we had yep. to figure out how to do that in all the seasons because mm -hmm. that was new to me because I, I knew nothing yep. but the blazing heat of Louisiana. That's all yep. I knew. Yeah, and we definitely had, had some uh, lessons up there. Whew. That's for sure. But now we're down here and right, right. And it, we had and some trial good. and error with, mm -hmm. some, with some pigs. That's how yeah. we became the naked hog in Indiana. We started out with pigs. Yeah, that's really where it started. <laughs> oh, there goes your hat. Sorry, there goes sorry, your ponytail sorry. hat. I was swatting at a mosquito. <laughs> the big old mosquitoes. Sorry. Yep, they're still there. Trying to around. There we go. It's that sweet blood of yours, baby. Yeah, I must. I thought I was gonna be the one getting bit most, but I guess I'm not as sweet as I thought I was. I've been so, drinking too much coke. I'm a little look bit at, too look sour. At this coke. Look. Yeah, I guess so. I've been drinking all the soda uh, now. Yeah. Yeah, that stuff's bad for you. You know that stuff's going to kill you. Oh, I know. Said the man that drinks a lot of Mountain Dew. Yeah. He don't, I don't, he don't let him fool you. Don't let him I don't know what you're talking about. He drinks so much Mountain Dew. Wakes up in the morning and cracks about. open mm -hmm. the Mountain Dew. Mm -hmm. Y'all yep. fuss at him. Fuss at him. <laughs> I only have like one soda a day. He has like eight. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have no eight sodas. That's an exaggeration, but you do have a lot. You do have a lot. So... That kind of, I hope that answers your guys' uh, question about that. Um, and then uh, we did mention the 15-mile the yard sale. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought that, that went pretty went well. well. Yeah, yep, that, that went good. well. I, I still dread the 15-mile yard sale <laughs> every year. And, guys, it's on Highway 16, so I kept I kept telling Angie, it's not the 15-mile yard sale. It's the 16-mile because it's on Highway 16. But everybody uh, says it's the 15-mile yard sale. But why would you do that for marketing? Wouldn't here, it make more sense to I do know. a 16-mile yard sale? But everybody around here knows what you're talking about, whether you say 15 or 16. They're going to know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's the huge yard yeah. sale every year yeah. in November yeah. um, in Amy that stretches all the way down to Franklinton, <laughs> Amy. You know uh, what? I'm going to go get one of the paintings that Sarah was selling. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, Lily was doing her homemade baked goods from scratch. She did cheesecakes from scratch. I mean, she worked her butt off in the kitchen. She was baking up a storm. She, um, I helped her by doing my apple cinnamon muffins, but she did um, homemade vanilla and chocolate cupcakes from scratch. Um, she did fresh made um, chocolate pecan cookies from scratch. I mean, she did all these yummy goods. And then Sarah was holed up in her room painting uh, she was scraping, uh, sanding down boards, washing down boards. She was pulling out canvases. <laughs> I'm going to get this in here without <laughs> here, killing myself you. here. But she was painting everything that she could. And this isn't even like her prettiest one. This one's cute. This is the one that was left. Yeah, this is the one that was left. Yeah, so this is the type of stuff she was painting. She had got these, uh, it's basically just old fence, and she painted Christmas scenes on these yeah. boards mm -hmm. and she ended up being able to sell these for a good price oh, yeah, like a good price. It was, she made she made some good money on these a lady, and a lady that liked um cardinals she mm -hmm. had made a winter scene on like two boards it was yep. one was a beautiful christmas tree and one was just a white painted tree yep. with a cardinal and some snowy backdrop and, and a lady that liked stuff like that outdoor decoration especially cardinals she came along and bought those two from sarah 
And she did sell yep. a few little canvas paintings. Yeah, and she too. sold some canvas paintings too. I wonder if I can get this to stand here. <laughs> we have so. Frosty between us. There, put, put it yep. on this side of the wood. Oh. Here, I got a... All right, we've got to take a quick camera break and reset the camera real quick. And we're back. So then also, so Sarah did the, the oh, you art. You got to stand up, baby. I did. Good job. Thank you. Sarah did the artwork, Lily did the bakery, and Avery did, um, she's had some little cockerels, some little male uh, chickens that we yep. were raising that we had hatched out ourselves. And we were only going to keep the girls, and the deal was she had to get rid of the boys, so it was time now. We knew that they were boys, they were starting to crow. So she knew these uh, handful of little chickens were boys, and she had to get rid of them. So she brought them out to the 15 mile yard sale in a big old dog cage. Yep. And put them up for sale, and somebody actually bought them all. And yep. then she um, cartoned up about seven dozen eggs, I think, to mm -hmm. sell, and yeah. she sold her chicken eggs. Yeah, we don't get a lot of chicken eggs. A lot of people ask us if we sell chicken eggs that are local, and we just don't get enough to sell them on a regular basis. Yeah. So you, you gotta know. have a you gotta have a pretty sizable flock to get like a lot of chicken eggs to get enough to sell and feed your family. You gotta have. You a, okay there, baby? I'm sorry, the mosquitoes yeah. are all over me. <laughs> They're all over me. Um, but yeah, so, you, have to, you have to have a lot of chickens, and we just have I think 40 chickens now. And no, we, not even that. We have not we like actual 40. hens that oh, are laying. Well, like yeah, if you if you maybe. look at the ones that are actually laying, we have some older ones that we have that aren't laying anymore. We've got some ones that aren't laying in in the area. I'd say a good 25 to 30 though, yeah. are good laying hens that we yep, still yep, have. Um, yep. But. Even with that, I mean, that's enough to feed our family, but we're going into winter and they're mm -hmm. starting to slack off, so yep. we're not getting as many eggs anyway. So. Yeah, we're not. We're, we're just not. Um, <laughs> I'm going to move me. Frosty I'm, here, baby. I'm just going to swat the mosquitoes. Don't mind me. <laughs> just going to be <laughs> I'm just going to put Frosty back here. Oh, yeah, it's a little crowded with Frosty. I didn't think you would tolerate that separation for long. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. There we go. Sorry, Frosty. <laughs> we'll set you back up here in a little bit. Oh, Frosty's now trying to take revenge on me. There. I much preferred some of her um, canvas paintings, though. Some of her yeah, canvas paintings really were really pretty. Yeah, very she's really nice. talented. She spent a lot of time and detail in those yeah. landscapes and pictures, and uh, and just really beautiful winter Christmassy scenes. You know, I'm really, I'm really amazed at the talent that kids have in general. Not just our kids, but like uh, Jason sent me a picture uh, that Mary Carl drew the other day, and I was. I was blown away. I mean, oh, I it was really, really good. Y'all, like, even to this day, I can do stick figures, but that's yeah. it. Like, I can't draw like that. So. And, and Lily, she can she can bake like nothing else. I mean, yeah. she's you told them about the cheesecakes? Yeah. She sold yeah. those cheesecakes like crazy. People, People were asking where she could buy them. Yeah, every, every customer she uh, sold to, Lily would get up and go somewhere or walk a little bit. They would come back to the table trying to find her, and they would mm -hmm. tell me, they'd say, your daughter made that? And I'd say, yeah. And she's like that was good they made a point to come back and tell me how good it was so yeah. and we're actually like, working on yeah. getting she's, lily she's a website set up for her baking lilyflower.com like not like the flower like but the flower like you bake flower with. you bake with l-i-l-l-y-f-l-o-u-r.com yep so that'll be set up here soon and then she'll be able to hopefully she'll be able to sell them you know people enough people were asking for I mean, just cheesecake alone, geez, people Her, are willing to pay like 40 bucks for a uh, whole no, cheesecake. But not only is it like delicious as far as like she can bake them really well and make them taste good and it's fabulous. Mm -hmm. Not only that, but her decorating skills. Yeah. I was never good at decorating either. Like my talent in decoration is next to nothing, but she 
can she uses these piping tools and mm -hmm. she makes any sort of like floral decoration on top of the cakes and pies and stuff and it's, it's pretty it's really what was pretty. it made they had that homeschool event where they had the watch party it was the marvel one and she yeah. made a cake what she make it was the character on top uh, it was like i can't remember what it was who was that wasn't iron man was it no, no it, was, it wasn't um, iron man Oh, it was Captain America, Captain wasn't it? Captain America, yeah. She made a whole a Captain, Captain America, America shield. And, yeah, yeah. Yep, that's what it was. And it was... And she... <laughs> and, hey, bud. Captain America, bud. Um, and she made the whole shield. And yeah. And she did all the colors and, it was and the designs. And it was, it was detailed. It was pretty. And yeah. how who made her shield? When Lily made Lily. the shield all right. on the cake. <laughs> Go on, bud. Watch Let out, us keep bud. recording. Watch out. Um, so... See you later. See you later. <laughs> see you later, alligator. <laughs> uh... And she's made some others, like she made the Cheshire Cat. Che is that how you say it? Cheshire? Yeah, Cheshire Cat. Cheshire mm -hmm. Cat. Uh, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, she made a cake that had that on it, and it looked like the Cheshire Cat. Right. It's crazy. Right. Craziness. Yeah. Yep. It looked like uh, like a baker mm. had done it, you know, yeah. like it was from a bakery. Well, a so. baker did do it. <laughs> yep. I think that's, you know, she's kind of found her calling, and she likes to do it. So I want yep. really to encourage that. Like, yep. Sarah loves to do art and draw and painting, and Avery loves her chickens I, I don't know and outdoors in general she just loves in outdoors she in general. loves she's yeah. like me she wants to put her hands in the dirt and mess with yep. the animals and be outside all day so I want to encourage the things that they love that spark joy in mm -hmm. their heart and things that they're yep. gonna continue to love as adults they're not gonna hate their jobs they're gonna love it you know yeah I think that's important with kids I think it's important to encourage them in the things that they're good at because mm -hmm. you know for a long time you know the world kind of encouraged kids to just do whatever you could do that would pay well right, right? which makes sense get it a, makes sense get a job that makes money was but, the only uh focal focal yeah. point of uh, getting but a kid at now education. now the world is in such a place that they can make good money doing right. the things that they love so why not why yeah. not encourage that you can make anything successful mm -hmm. really there's a need yeah. for so much in this world there's needs everywhere so mm -hmm. fill it yeah yeah and i like seeing them happy Mm -hmm. Seeing them happy makes me smile. I know. So, that's good. When they show me, you know, I did this, or I made this, or I helped this, or I built this, mm -hmm. or, you know, I'm just, their, their little faces just light up. They get so excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's cute. Yep. Yep. Um, do we talk about what we got planted out in the garden? I don't think so. All right. So. If y'all haven't watched our latest videos, we did a whole, you know, yep. video on us planting out in the garden. Y'all yep. should watch it. So, we got broccoli planted, and then on an upcoming video, which you guys haven't seen yet, you'll see the you'll see us planting cabbage. Mm -hmm. um, so we've got broccoli planted out there and cabbage planted out there, and we actually fertigated for the first time today out in the garden, right. which made me happy because I haven't I haven't used the drip tape and fertilizer in a long right. time. It's I feel like it's you know, been months up, since we even watered or fertigated yeah. or anything. It's I just, mean. It's been, it's been not only has it been so wet, but also, I mean, the summer months here are kind of like the winter months up in, right. um, the winter months. That's, yeah, that's up, what I was saying. Because you just yeah. can't grow nothing. We get so. this like depression yeah. almost going in the summer because it's literally too hot to grow anything. Yeah. So you're just like you're jonesing for being able to yeah. grow in the garden and be able to be out there. Yeah, the weeds are overtaking yeah. everything. You can't grow nothing. You're just waiting for the heat to break so you can actually put something in the ground without mm -hmm. it burning alive. Yeah, yeah. So that that was nice. I I enjoyed getting to go out there. Hey, bud. <laughs> Miles is playing. Trying to sneak up on us. Nope, nope, nope. Don't climb through there, bud. Not Don't a good idea, honey. Not a good idea. Yep. Okay. So, okay. Climb back out, bud. <laughs>
So out there, I think we have how many more beds that we need to till and prep and get ready to use them again? So we got two beds that we've planted, partially mm -hmm. planted. We've got one bed that is tilled and needs to be prepped. And then right, we've got right. two more beds to till. So two, three, four, five, six more beds to till. Yeah, I was about to say, we, we, yeah, we have a, more lot, beds to till. a lot of... Yeah. Uh, unused beds right now that we need to just like turn and prep and yep, get ready get them ready to go yep. put some good stuff mm -hmm. in yep. uh, one of them has my old trellis in it where i was going to do beans in, oh yeah yep yep uh, yep in the spring That's right I think we were it gonna was, no we we're gonna or, do them in the fall we we're gonna do fall ones no i mean i think i put the trellis up in it was either late spring or early summer or something i think i had put it in there but that's mm -hmm. how long it's been sitting yeah, in that bed sitting there yep and yep. the weeds have kind of grown as tall as the trellis and overtaken it it's kind of hide, <laughs> it's hiding my my netting yeah, there, my t-posts in my trellis, netting yeah. i gotta take all that netting off pull those t-posts out and i'm pretty sure the drip tape is still in that bed so we're gonna have yeah to... the drip tape's still in the bed yeah so we're gonna have to <sighs> weed yeah. it down and mm. <laughs> probably won't it. I, with the, all the weeds in there we'll probably tarp it um and i don't know if we'll plant it at all but so but. what do we do with these huge tree-like stalks that we have left over from the okra so we just cut them cut it down and and let them let the roots cut it down so, ground level that's what i'm saying when then the cutting down process mm -hmm. how do you want to cut them because these are like these are like mini trees like the stalk is mm -hmm. is huge and thick and yep. hard so you you almost got to get an axe well like. i i did try i did a trial with the brush attachment mm -hmm. for our ryobi weed idea. eater yeah good and idea. it cut through them no good problem idea. yeah so we have an electric that's why you're the brains <laughs> of this outfit <laughs> we have an electric 40 volt a Ryobi um, weed eater when we bought it but you can change out the attachments on it and we have the brush attachment for it as well as the pole saw attachment the okra isn't quite to pole saw level so um, the almost, brush attachment almost. does work on it real but well there's two beds yeah. of that and the hibiscus bushes that are still standing and going strong trying to yeah flowers trying to produce yeah i've been procrastinating so, on getting rid of the hibiscus because <laughs> they're blooming now trying to see if they about half of them are blooming they yeah. finally came back they they tried to write themselves and they blur blooming they're not happy but they're blooming the hurricane had knocked them down yeah. had almost wiped them out and we thought for sure they were not going to do anything well they tried to stand back up after the hurricane they tried again and they um started to put on blooms and we think we might actually get some hibiscus yeah. so they may not be gone after yeah. all but they may not be gone after once all. they're done you know once it gets so too cold for them and their time is done and whether they produce or not it's going to be too late for them here shortly so mm -hmm. um after they're done we'll cut down the hibiscus whack all that oak all those okra stalks down there's like two beds full of okra stalks and then we'll pull the drip tape until those beds too mm-hmm yep so we got enough work to keep us busy that's for sure mm -hmm. yeah and i think i think the beds that get tilled last will be the ones that um we succession plant lettuce in i think in yeah. greens in general yeah. that cat is is just playing and toying with nickel and frizzle over there tormenting baby. them yeah tormenting yeah yeah Mm. They are. Well, I guess it's not Frizzle. That's Ursa. That's Ursa, yeah. They're both fluffy chickens, so. If anybody has Frizzles, you know what I'm talking about. Frizzles are the cutest thing to watch. Mm -hmm. They're just little and fat and slow. And fluffy. And fluffy. Yeah, and they're not so they fat as they are 
fluffy. They don't fly. Just they just poof. they they waddle run and they hop. But they're they're yeah. not a chicken that flies. They're just like a ground chicken. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they can hop. Yeah, and that, they like uh, their home bodies. They like mm -hmm. they like what they like. They don't want to wander. They want to stay close to the home. Uh, yeah. They want to raise babies. They're just cute little fluffy fat mamas, and they're so yeah. so adorable. You know, I when I see Frizzle, it makes me think of like. It, the way I see her is like you could drop her off a roof and she'd just float down because she's so <laughs> fluffy and feathery. Like. She's all floof, yeah. And yeah. their feathers are curly, you know, so that I like touching on it and playing mm -hmm. in their curly feathers. Yep, yep, yep. I think that's all we got this week, huh? Yeah, I think Can't that's think it for this else? week. Yep. Um, yeah, we planted those raised beds. Mm -hmm. um, the other first experimental raised bed has germination in it from my carrots. We have put carrot seeds in there. That's one of our other videos. We yep. put carrot seeds in there after we ripped out the giant peppers, mm -hmm. and they're starting to germinate. It takes carrots forever to germinate. And yep. lots they and finally lots of are germinating. Yep. They're finally germinating. Yeah. So we might get carrots in that raised bed. Mm -hmm. So raised beds are done rose uh circle garden right here all my roses are putting on blooms like crazy yep. and they think it's time to shine for yeah, some you guys reason. are actually sitting in the rose bed um, <laughs> it's like approaching you winter it, but and you're these in things the rose are bed. trying to uh, show off you mm -hmm. know they're trying yep. to put on more blooms but, yep. and then we have tons of garden work ahead of us but we are like i said on track i think because mm -hmm. we got our broccoli we got yep. our cabbages yeah we, our onion sets are looking good we'll get these in probably uh maybe not this week but maybe next week we'll get these in right. uh next week or the week after maybe we'll see we'll see mm -hmm. how they're doing mm -hmm. um they we could go ahead and plant them they are plenty ready to go in i give um, it a but, little bit longer yeah. just a little bit um they told me they're not ready yet no they did they talked to you huh mm -hmm. and you talked to the plants <laughs> that's good talking to plants is good so that's it for this week, guys. Thank you guys yep, yep, so yep. much for watching. We love you guys so much. Uh, if you don't know about our main channel, go check that out. Just Naked Hog Gardening. You looked it up and you see that. Go check out uh, Cog Hill Farms. If mm -hmm. you are not a Cog Hill Farm, uh, uh, if you're not part of the Cog Squad already, mm -hmm. go check them out. They also have a podcast, Cog Hill Farm Podcast. And uh, yeah, I think you'll they, really like that. Lately, they have been saying how some of their fans that listen to their podcast, so if any of you are listening to our podcast, they were saying, well, where's the farm? Show us the farm. Show us the animals. Well, we both, Cog Hill and us, we both have a main YouTube channel where we do all the actual farming, the actual planting, yep. the actual playing with animals. Mm -hmm. So if you want to see us and our kids getting out there, getting dirty, planting these plants and taking care of these animals, go to our main page and watch our uh, main videos. And mm -hmm. Cog Hill has a main YouTube channel as well. Yep, yep, definitely. And we'll have to go through uh, one of these episodes. We'll have to talk about uh, some of the other channels that we uh, that yeah, we really like. Some of our other friends, friends are yeah, awesome. like Four and Kids in a Farm yeah. and uh, Aaron, Aaron and Rachel over there. They do really good stuff too. They do stuff fun too. stuff. Yep, yeah, yep, they do yep, good yep, stuff. Yep. So, all right. Well, thank you guys. We will catch you guys in the next podcast. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye.